Welcome to NDTR Spotlight, the corner of the internet where NDTR shine. I'm your host, Marie Lorraine, and today is our pause and review. We had four great um, spotlights this month, and it's nice to sit down and see what common themes were in all of the interviews. And a theme I found was the value that the DTR credential brings, and more specifically, how it can enhance an application to grad school or how you can really add value in the field of nutrition and dietetics, even for dietitians. So our first clip I wanted to bring out was from Caitlin. And Caitlin expressed in her podcast or in her interview how it was hard. She felt bad about her GPA because we can get so caught up on the numbers and the grades, especially in nutrition when it's so important for that diecast application. However, she planned her DTR exam the day before she applied to DieCast and passed. And in this clip, she talks about um, resources that she was able to utilize throughout her entire journey and how those resources were there, not just for her to learn, but also to encourage her to keep going despite maybe not being able to keep up her strong, a strong GPA because of life circumstances, like having to work full time to be able to support herself through school. So let's check out the clip. Reddit has actually been a great resource. <laughs> so they have, um, they have like a dietetics thread and RD to be thread. Um, all of that. Reddit was a great resource. Facebook has a ton of resources too, and a ton of groups where people are asking all of these questions and professionals that have gone through it are already answering them. So yes, community resources are the best way. And it's the best way to get encouragement if you feel like you're struggling with something in particular. Like that was something that I did over and over again, because going back to before my GPA was a little bit lower, and it was so hard for me to grasp the fact that I could continue on this track with that lower GPA. Um, so I got a lot of encouragement um, on Facebook and Reddit specifically that I could still do it. And I did it. <laughs> so, that, so it's finally starting to pay off and it's really awesome to see. But yes, use your resources. Be always looking. Even if you're just now getting into your you know, first semester as an undergrad, start now and um, just that, that, that way it's not so stressful and you're not trying to like compress all of that information at one time. Okay, kind of keeping with that theme of grad school and expanding the scope of practice through extra education. Our next clip is from Brian, who is currently in a, a combined master's in DI program. And he talks a little bit about how the DTR credential enhanced his application and what that process was like, and even talks about the often unspoken second round match. So let's check out that clip. They are right. It is a very competitive process. Um, but I think um, rather than going straight from your bachelor's to your master's, if you're feeling unsure in life, like if you really want to do nutrition, I think that's a perfectly normal feeling. Um, if you feel unsure that your resume isn't up to par, that's also really normal because I was one of those people. And I think two or three years in the workforce and, and just working out in the industry, really changes things for you. Um, I think it really does bulk up your resume. Obviously having your DTR strongly ma makes you a stronger candidate. Um, but I don't want to be like, oh yeah, if you do this, like you're automatically going to get a thing. Because I, I will admit um, the top three schools that I applied for through DICAS, I did not get into. Um, but the second round pick um, and I think that's something that we don't really talk about is when you do second rounds, 
like there's a there's just as big a variety of schools like they might not be the schools you wanted but I think it does make you think like oh I didn't get into my top three am I going to give up here or am I going to find a school that's willing to work with me and work with my interests so we just saw two clips from Caitlin and Brian talking about the DTR credential helping them get into school. And this next clip is from Aaron, who we interviewed, who works at Project Angel Heart currently as a DTR. And he also has goals to continue his education and reach the dietitian credential. But he's taking his time and really enjoying the journey and utilizing the experience he's getting. A lot of times we feel rushed to just go to school, keep going to school, but there's so much value that you get from just working work experience and that's why it's pivotal to have on your application and as a DTR you can get paid for really good work experience and be contributing to the field of nutrition in a way that's broader than what a student could. So Aaron talks a little bit about what he's doing currently and how he's trying to figure out where his passion lies in this ever-growing field of nutrition. I am uh, looking forward to pursuing a dietitian uh, credential and part of um me is I'm just kind of figure out and working is different, many different places in a, uh, as a DTR in the nutrition field. So that way I can find really what I want to specialize in. As I said, I've kind of like, I do love the sciences and community aspects of it, but there's also a ton of different things that catch my interest. So I've um, worked or I've interned at school districts before I've done the clinical work um, community and just trying to figure out um, basically, um, really what I want to be when I grow up, you know? So our last three clips that I showed were of DTRs who are thinking are in the process of abandoning that DTR credential for a different one, the dietitian credential. However, this is in DTR spotlight, and I want to talk about people who are staying in, staying with this credential, and you can stay with this credential and really, really enjoy it. And our interview with Annika, she is a digital diet tech, and she found and kind of created this space for her because she found value, really good value as an NDTR in the field of dietetics, not just working underneath a dietitian or working in a way that you feel less than, but she found her, her place of being an expert as a DTR and talks about how her level of experience and her scope of practice is so beneficial and so helpful to other nutrition professional professionals, including dietitians. So let's check out this clip. For me, it was just such a natural next step. Um, I just heard of dietetics being in hospitals and being in food service, kind of like you said. And for me, none of those spoke to me. It was like, I want to be evolving. I want to be designing things each day. I want to be making flyers and handouts. Like that was kind of what I wanted to be in. And so just, I kind of attached, I love alliteration. So I was like, I'll just be a digital diet tech. I'll be that person that helps dietitians trans translate from being that clinical dietitian to opening their private practice. And that involves contracts and copyrights, you know, all those things in between. And yeah, you can go on the internet and find it, but when you have someone with that, I'm sure we'll talk about this too, but when you have someone with a credential that builds trust, that builds credibility, it, it builds those things, you know, to expect from a diet tech and dietitians will latch onto that. I've had so many people say, oh, it's such, such a comfort that you know this and that you're required to keep up that continuing education because it just provides, you know, it's, it's different than a virtual assistant or somebody who they're helpful, but they don't know the jargon. And so diet techs have that jargon already down, you know, they know what a soap note is or an a dime note is or whatever. And so 
Um, they don't need as much training in those technical aspects, but then they have a, an additional skill set upon it. So I'm sure I'm like, I'm sure you know this. I'm probably preaching to the choir, but there's such a skill set that comes with being a diet tech. And it's, I didn't even know this in school. I wish someone had highlighted, you know, like you're doing highlighted this field for just the different entrepreneurial and like personal aspects you can bring to it. It's not just, I, you know, there's, there's people that food service might call to them, but I knew that wasn't me. And so I was like, all right, I'm just going to pave this way, but I'm sure I'm not the only one who's doing it. But I just was like, I want to be a digital diet tech. I want to be. I hope those clips were interesting and encouraging for you. And if any of those um, people you heard or listened to or watched stood out to you, make sure to watch their full interview. Their stories are all so very unique and yet still all so inspiring. And make sure you give this video a like or if you're listening on a podcast site, make sure you share it for other people to be inspired as NDTRs are very important in the field of nutrition and dietetics. And I'm so grateful that I have the opportunity to be able to spotlight NDTRs. And if you are listening to this podcast or watching it and you're an NDTR and you have a story that you want to share to hopefully inspire and encourage other NDTRs, current, future, or former, please reach out to me. You can reach out to me on on Instagram, just slide into the DMs or on our website, ndtrspotlight.com. And I'll be happy to set up some time to chat and see if um, we want to have you on the podcast. So we'll see you in our next interview next Thursday. Thanks so much for watching, guys.